Rise and shine, Eagle Scouts. You've got a report. Leaving the door to the rec room open and not waiting for us to wake up, Yevseyev returned to duty. I wasn't asleep anyway. I was just lying there with my eyes closed on top of an ancient disintegrating overcoat spread out on some chairs I'd pushed together. That was in contrast to Farid Ismagilov, the totter, snoring loud enough to wake the dead. I still hadn't learned to fall asleep at three in the afternoon. That was understandable. I didn't have enough practice. Although the idea of a postprandial nap made sense, if there's an opportunity to sleep during the day, use it. That way at night you won't keep yawning and nodding off if something happens. Farid over there was a guy with a lot of practice. I got up off the chairs and put on my brown shoes. The standard-issue black ones didn't fit me, so I had to settle for civilian ones. The officers frowned on them, but the civilian population didn't give a damn, so I wasn't worried. No big deal. It's not like the shoes are your uniform cap. I straightened my tie, then nudged Farid, still sleeping on the bench. Mr. Driver, we've got a report to check out. Let's get going. Farid woke up, rubbed his eyes, and yawned, exhaling a lethal reek of bacon and garlic. A Muslim, he scarfed down bacon for lunch despite the injunctions of the Quran. They called him driver because he drove the official Kazyol jeep. In his free time, that is, when he wasn't sleeping. Rank, sergeant, age, 33, disposition, Nordic, sometimes gloomy, with a slight chance of showers, inclined toward mild daily drunkenness. Whether he was an athlete or a good family man, I didn't know yet. Rooted for the Rubin Kazan soccer team. We'll check it out later. It's our legitimate quiet time. Yeah, but felons don't get a quiet time. Yevseyev, the duty officer, was playing a game of erotic Tetris on an office computer, forming a naked miner on the screen, or in his words, drawing up a duty roster. This drawing up of a roster was not easy. Every time Yevseyev got above knee level, he had to start all over again. It irritated him to no end. His assistant was fastidiously interrogating a reticent drunkard who smelled of piss. He steered the man toward the aquarium, the drying-out tank, with a gentle kick, and sprayed apple-scented air freshener around the room. So what's the report? Farid said, kneading his neck. Without glancing up from his duty roster, Yevseyev handed us a piece of paper covered with what looked like chicken scratch. Here's the address. The paramedics called, dead on arrival, 42-year-old male, asphyxiation, allegedly choked on meat dumplings. Go take a look. If anything seems suspicious, call, and I'll send the operative. And if there's no sign of foul play, do the usual routine. The usual routine? It was my first day on duty, and I had no clue what the routine was. I mean, I knew it in theory. I had taken a three-month course for police investigators, but instructions and regulations were one thing. The usual routine was something else. I didn't let on, naturally. I nodded and took the address as though it was something I did every day. If worse came to worst, Farid would tell me what to do. He'd been in the department more than ten years. He'd give me a shoulder to lean on. 
When we went out into the courtyard, the weather was doing its best to discourage any sort of work ethic. It was like being in a thriller. Gray thunderheads, spitting rain, slithery mud, a screaming wind. Indian summer had given way to an abrupt early winter. I have to say that in St. Petersburg there's no real spring, summer, or fall. It's one eternal season of early winter. Even in the July heat, people escape from here to warmer climes. You've just got to put up with it, and not start howling when some Lexus speeds by, splashing you with dirty water, because St. Petersburg is the President's hometown.'